Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Stephen Hour, and with so much hard news happening in the news today, I brought in correspondents who can talk to the state of things with mutants running wild. We have our correspondent, Steph Sabra. Thank you for having me. And of course, we have our very anti-mutant person here from the Purifier Group, Tehran Von Gosser. They're animals, I tell you! Animals! And from the Mutant Underground, Heather Wake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just like with vegans, we should... Are all Were you animals? there on 715? Were 715? You there? I was there! This is a big issue today where a homeless boy was just shot in an orphanage for attacking... A former police officer. Animals, I say. It's a hard situation to make a decision on. We don't know who's right or wrong. These animals are out there with powers that can attack humans at any time. Some of the animals have animals. They should be put down or at least put across the border with a wall in between us and them. Heather, your thoughts? I think walls literally and figuratively aren't going to work. I say we put these animals down. And let humans be part of the earth the we, way it was meant to be. We cannot be extreme. Animals. We can't be extreme. We we don't have all the facts yet. I say that January 8th should be National Jace Turner Day. Because this hero put him where he belonged. On the ground with a bullet in his chest. In the chest. I need animals. video footage put before down. That's I make what you a decision. Do. We have the video footage right after this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome! This is such sinister music. If I had a music box like this, this, you'd have to throw it away. Like, this is haunting music. The King uh, of Earl. I fell asleep to music like this every day as a child. <laughs> Says and I turned out just fine. Except for you lost all your hair. We are talking about Season 2, Episode 11 of The Gifted Meme Toe. Meme into meme gif. Are you meme into? Are you capitalizing on the capital M? I I, I just assume that there's lots of memes and an ento. I was more. All right, the joke didn't land. Okay, we're talking about memento. Really liked this episode. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought there was a lot that kind of it sets up for. Uh, obviously, we just watched the episode before this today and talked about episode ten. Well, and by we, I mean me and Steph's a bra because you guys were too lame to be here, but. Not you, Heather. Just Tehran, because he was outside the door. I was. I was actually literally here. here. <laughs> I was actually here. And just not. Didn't want to join us. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I'm Steve Lemieux. We're breaking down the episode today with uh, Steph Sabra. What's up, you guys? Tehran Van Gasseri. in the building and Heather Wake. Hello. They are back for the new year, and I apologize for how long that cold open went and how tyrannical Tehran was. It was an the extreme animals! episode. They <laughs> said animals so many times that I believed them. That the animals yeah. have animals. Um, my original plan was to put an orange towel on my head and do like some State of the Union thing, but I just felt like my Trump impersonation is really bad. We're working on and it. And the last thing we'd want to do is delay this show another 20 minutes. <laughs> it did delay the show. It pushed the show. It did push the show. But uh, we are going to be breaking down Memento. Uh, let me throw my glasses on so I don't look like a 
purifier at the moment with my <laughs> shaved head. Purifiers don't wear glasses. I was going to put a purifier tattoo on my arm for a joke for this episode, but I felt that it'd be in poor taste, like shooting a homeless kid. Uh, we're going to talk Struckers in the Apartment, Lauren and the Music Box, Marcos and Blink, The Inner Circle, Marcos and Glow, Lauren and Marcos... A lot of Marcos in this episode. Jace and the Purifiers and Reva and Ryan. Twisty, 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 twist. Is Ryan a mutant? Yes or no? Say it right now. No. Yes. No. Ryan's Mystique calling it right now. All right. Struckers and the apartment. So we're introduced to Rail, the landlord, uh, who basically is reporting noise and says the neighbors are complaining and they have to get through this whole thing where they hide and they're like, oh my God, she's having a seizure. Uh, And this kind of introduces the fact that, yeah, they have a landlord and other people are aware of their presence at the apartment building, which makes sense. Uh, Where did you think this was going to go and how did you think it went in terms of Lauren at the end threatening him? I didn't think it was going to go there. Uh, (laughs) We've completely unhinged her, which I've wanted to see, but I didn't think she was going to be that serious. But I guess he kind of deserved a little bit of it. Just not the TV. Yeah, that was cold, the TV. (laughs) Watching Lauren go all Dark Phoenix was very cool. I liked the buildup. I felt the buildup. We saw her uh, and her little connection with Andy, her disappointment, and now we're seeing her turning into a lot of it. The chat also mentioned her Dark Phoenix aspect. Yeah. It was like, it's mm-hmm. it's very Dark Phoenix saga-esque. The concept of the landlord, I actually thought it was going to be a, a lot more, something worse mm-hmm. to happen. Now, the landlord calling the police officer, we see, I think it was supposed to actually hint towards the state of times where we're looking at everybody's so on edge, and the police are doing the ruffian police thing when things like this unfortunately happen. Those police officers that come to play. It said a lot more about the times. I didn't realize how unhinged everybody was, not just the groups that we were uh, so acclimated to. That's a good point. Yeah, a lot of the people will, like, talk about the whole police state craziness with this, but you also have to understand that the police are, like, out there doing messed up stuff, but they're also on edge because... 6,000 mutant prisoners just escaped and are running around destroying stuff everywhere. But what is what they haven't really shown is the effects of that so much as just how people are reacting to the effects of that we haven't seen yet. So, like, in, in, in the show, it looks like the police are super, like, gangbusters, corrupt and everything, but it's not showing that there could be, like, buildings on fire and, like, tons of people being murdered and stuff like that by the mutants, which maybe there isn't, and maybe the police are super corrupt. But... I don't know, that's just how I kind of saw it, was the police are reacting to um, lots of escaped prisoners and people, like, causing a muck. What do you think? I, well, I was just going to say, I love that not only did Lauren's story evolve, but also her powers evolved. I love that, that it turned into little spinning wheels of death. Yes, queen. cool. Well, let's talk about the music box. So we're open up on the episode with the scene of uh, Andreas von Strucker, right? Mm-hmm. No. What's his first name? Andreas. Is it Andreas? Andreas. Okay. It's like okay. Andy. And then- yeah, so he, he had the music box uh, augmented, and the dude was like, sell it to me. And he's like, I will not sell you this. It has the future and dreams of my entire race and people inside of it, and I will not sell it! And then nice. he got, like, the, the dude's coolest like, weapon. I just had to, like, ask, like, come on, and the man. And I was like, okay. But uh, let me take out my sword and kill you! <laughs> I did 
did think it was covering up something way more than just a little letter. <laughs> like, yeah, I was and a piece for... of hair. Exactly. Yeah. The the hairs. You are so my hair. hairs from the group. It's my like hand. the sister and himself. And I, I did think that maybe when he put the hairs together, the way they set it up, something was going to happen, a spark or something. Yeah. It's like, no, we're dirty. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah, I'm a little bit confused because, I mean, uh, Andy and Lauren already... So already Or uh, the legacy. Yeah, so what did they... what? What good is the hair going to do? Was this in lieu of having descendants? Well, or? I'm interested to see if the hair is a signifier that it doesn't need to be in person to improve your powers. Like, if they hold the hair, does it amplify their powers at all? Is that, like, receiving... If they, with the powers, also hold the hair. Yeah, like, I don't know if the hair is, like, something that actually will allow them to unlock their powers more. Or if Andreas von Strucker knew that DNA testing would, like, allow them to augment it later. I don't know. He's, like, giving them DNA, right. essentially. Which would be interesting. And if he... Like, holding the hands, they saw the basis of everything. Like, they see things broken down to the molecular level. So if anyone understood what DNA and what people are made of are, it would be the Von Struckers, I believe. What do you guys think of that? I'm thinking that the holding hands thing later on is going to play where they don't have to be in each other's presence. They can mentally hold each other's hands and make it work. And that's something that I think is they're building up to. But with the hair strands, I'm going to need way more information. I, I like all the things that you said, Stephen, but I need way more information because as of right now, it just seems a, it's all about legacy and not about power. And was the was the modification that the store owner made, was that just to hold the hair in the letter? I'm not sure. I think the modification was more to the song like oh. i feel like it was something in the song that like clicks uh, memory so yeah like it'll... i feel like the song when you listen to it while you sleep it basically is delivering the message of the memories like possibly the store owner was a mutant himself and could attach uh have music that affects dna or something like mm-hmm. that that unlocks hidden potential or things like that maybe that's why the hair is there and the the letter that seemed kind of yeah, like the song could have been Welcome, Bienvenue, Strackers. Yeah. Like it could have straight up been anything, but it was this super dark and dreary song that no kid would want to just listen to to go to sleep. Says you. I mean, Lauren was like, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> She's like in her emo phase, like listening yeah. to Earl Kinnick. Earl <laughs> Kinnick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. People in the chat are saying subliminal messaging, maybe, or there was just a secondary mutation or something. I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify if the modification was to the song or to the ability to sneak in hair. It's literally just like, I would like you to carve something on the top of this, and I want to kill you it for it. It has to do something with that instrument, because yeah. the instrument was... So valuable yeah. that the guy was willing to pay. It's not like, hey, this is just a regular a music, music box. box. This is some type of instrument that clearly has some type of power and value in which he was willing to pay an exuberant amount of money the way he made it sound. Everything's for sale, you know? Like, he was trying to buy this. Mm-hmm. And if it was just a regular music box, why would he do that? What do you guys think of the sword? Do you think Andy's going to inherit some kind of, like, way to manifest his powers well, if she has discs like that, then I think so. What do you guys think? It seems like the counterpart, but yeah, way I cooler. Would. I agree. Well, the thing is, is you've never seen his powers. Like, we've never physically seen Andy use his powers aside from just, like, throwing people or, like, breaking stuff. So you don't see any 
physical mm-hmm. spirit or anything doing that, and then that sword was shooting power out. So I'm yeah, it almost looked like a flame. The power. lightsaber flame. Sure, yeah. but what would Andy's power with this magic wand do? How would that change anything that he does? He 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 clearly manifests some type of telekinetic power, which pushes things away, right? Uh, in the direction that he chooses. So, what would happen if he had a, he would be able to focus it more? Yeah, I mean, or I think would that just be his own personal focus. It's an interesting thing to think about: is what if what if Andy develops something that allows him to focus his power, like his mind? Because no, that's like what he should be something he holds. Like <laughs> he has really focused his power. I mean, he's last very strong. Episode. The last episode, you saw him be so confident and cocky, direct. And in this episode too, and it's just, I don't know. You don't see Andy getting like a sword or like a stick or something. Do you want him to have a stick, Stephen? Why not? <laughs> like, what if he got a bat? <laughs> Use the bat. A golf club. Uh, I I just don't. I think that that would. I understand. That that's a connection to his uh, ancestors, but he's not his ancestors. They are different. Their powers are different. What about what about a gun? What if Andy gets a gun that he can like superpower bullets with? I mean, for the sake of symmetry, it makes sense. Andy Since... got a gun. I hey. get it. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. I'm stupid. Apparently, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just don't know why he would get a stick. I, I just wouldn't like Andy with a stick. But so I feel I like, like that scene was there for a reason. Yeah, yeah, because like he a, killed the guy to show the importance of what well, he's it, doing. Right? No, because it showed Andrea von Strucker using her powers in a different way, and now it showed Andreas using his powers in a different way. Then and Lauren has before. now learned how to use hers in a different way. It would only make sense that Andy starts to use his powers. Yeah, in a way. like come oh, on, he Tehran. just sold everyone on top of the stick. I've okay, been sold I on need it. A stick. We need a stick. I'm on board with the stick. I thought we we have a, a shtick developer. <laughs> you and me, Tehran, our shtick is just doing this show. Uh, let's talk about how Reed reacted to the music box, kind of knowing that it's like something, and how Kate reacted to the music box. Because for once, Kate's not all about the Capri Sun. Kate's like about, yo, we got to back up our daughter on being a cold-ass hard bitch. Yeah. Like, she's got to learn her sh- stuff. and But she's only doing that for Andy. And that's the thing. She's actually not doing it for her daughter. She was so happy to see Andy. She's her mission seems to be about Andy. And even with this, all her she's like willing to sacrifice everything for Andy. I, she's willing to let Lauren go down a dark path just to destroy the inner circle. Is what she yeah, said. Yeah, I don't think it's just for Andy. I think she now knows that Lauren has to step it up. If Andy's clearly gotten so much stronger, Lauren has that ability. We have to destroy the entire inner circle, this secret, powerful group of mutants, and I'm the only one with no powers. Because what? I care about humanity or just because I want my son back? So do you think that she's manipulating Lauren then? I do. I think she's being, and even if she doesn't see it, I think that that's her uh, primary subconscious motive, by far. I mean, yeah, she's she's overcompensating now. I mean, she's she's using Lauren, intentionally or not, as a weapon to get to the inner circle because she still has this him hot idea that yeah, she's going to get her son back. But I'd argue that I'd argue that Andy has everyone telling him to get stronger on the inner circle side, and Lauren has no one telling her to get stronger on her side. And it Minus only, Caitlin, it only yeah, yeah, and it now. only benefits Lauren to get stronger. Totally. Sure. So whether or not it it's does. manipulation or not, like it's something I think it's just more being on the same page as opposed to 
Kate forcing Lauren onto some page that she wants her on. And what the underground needs. Hey, Lauren, I'm willing to make you get super strong to go inside the inner circle to kill a bunch of people because we want Andy back. And everyone in the chat, Ivan Soto, you keep saying the sword is important in the comics. I know, but we haven't been introduced to it in the show in the present time, so I don't know if Andy's going to get the sword. I want him to get a stick! Give Andy the sword. Please give Andy the sword. I'm just going to, like, imagine, like, Andy turning into freaking Satrakian from The Strain, like, I got the sword! Nah! <laughs> like, I don't I don't think he needs a sword. Like, to be lame. Like, people are going to laugh at him if he has a sword. You already yeah. laugh at him. I would but, like, never laugh at anyone with a sword. What are you talking about? I can show you a few videos of people you'd laugh at with swords. <laughs> He's got a point. I've seen these videos, and, man, chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. Andy's uh, supervillain name turns into Chuckles oh, the moment yes. he starts carrying a sword. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, Nicholas Kelly in the chat says, Now I'm scared for Lauren because the reason Andreas has the ability to use his powers in an energy blade form because the sword's hilt is made from the skin of Andreas. So he technically... Well, that's a spoiler, technically. It's, I mean, it's great the information, comics. great intel. Yeah, it's really good yeah. intel. Um I mean, yeah, and that's I why I was know. kind of hinting at the hair possibly having something to do oh, with... Oh, and that can be how he... Yeah, I just didn't want to um, say that. Oh, My bad. On. That's what I get for reading chat comments without reading them all the way first. No, but you didn't want to say that's how he would what? I'm, uh, um, I'm create just, the sword again. Recreate the sword. Or say that the hair actually will be a powerful tool for them to use. Interesting. But, um, yeah, anyone who reads the comics should probably remember a lot of this stuff if you read the Von Strucker arcs. Um... So, Marcos and Blink. We talked about the music box, right? We're all good? Yeah. Everyone's good? Uh, Marcos and Blink. Man. <laughs> okay. So, this was awkward. Hey, let's yeah. go visit the Morlocks. Really awkward for so many different side piece reasons. Like, <laughs> side piece reasons. Non-side piece. I thought you said piece. he was loyal to the soil he, last episode. Well, he is. But, like, obviously there's some sexual tension. Like, we're not going to lie. We've seen it since day one, but she was a rebound. It was emotional. Man, he straight made her M glow. Yeah. That's a great point. <laughs> You don't just go around willy-nilly making girls' M's glow. Yeah. But he stopped and... I am so glad. I would have yes. been so mad. Me too. Me too. Not that he didn't have any right to, but they are supposed to be together, Lorna and Marcos. Is I did. Look, you're allowed to have an underground relationship and an above-ground relationship. Oh, my relationship. God. I did. I'm not on board with that, Stephen. That's actually a horrible thing to say. <laughs> are people to respect. But mutants are animals! So <laughs> Are you telling me that, like, if uh, Irving listen, got with Blink, he didn't your, have his above-ground lady, too? I am not your your compass of morality when it comes to anything, okay? I'm so not don't ask serious. me what I would do. Listen, if it was up to me, man, don't let me have mutant powers. We won't. <laughs> we will absolutely not let you have mutant I'm powers. I'm telling you right now. Give me Tehran, during the screening, was telling us that uh, all of the Struckers have mutant powers. Yeah. Even Kate, who has the power of nagging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She just, she just constantly. She can't just want something. She has to nag you until she. Even when she's getting it, she's still nagging you. Like, bruh, here, I'm taking out the trash, Kate. What do you want? Like, you can let me go. Can I live? It'd just be weird to date Glow because you'd be like eating food and be like, mm. and she's like, oh, do you like it? It's like, no, I was just reading your face. That's mean. That's mean. Close <laughs> face, bro. That's um, she's such a beautiful. Face. I was joking that like she has this M scar- scarred into her face, but she could still literally go anywhere in the world and nobody would question it. They'd just be like, "Oh, like she's just hot and artsy." <laughs> like 
It's just like, oh, scarification. Okay. Everyone on this panel Scarf- saw against Marcos and Glow. As if Lorna treated Marcos so well. We s- oh, she not, didn't, She obviously. made mistakes, okay? But she made mistakes. Love. She gave away their baby. Like, okay, let's let's understand what's going on here. It's just Marcos not the time. Marcos is to date whoever he wants. It's True. also been six when months. When is it going to be the time? It's been six months. I feel like it's been a little long. Not it just when there's like an been. entire war happening. Like, it's not the time to just Okay, up so flames. every soldier that's on the brink of war should just stop having any love in their can life. We just, is that how you Can feel? we Jerry Springer Desert this? Storm? Let's cut the love. Let's Jerry Springer this real quick. Let's Tehran, you're Jerry Springer. I'm Marcos, and Steph is Lorna. And let's let's get this stuff out here right now. <laughs> Babe, we're babe, here with Marcos. Babe, you took down a plane. It was for the good of us and Dawn. I had to do it. I when I close my eyes, I see you destroying a plane and killing people. No, you'll forget about it soon you enough. You also Once. like won't let me see my daughter. Why you saw her in the text message picture. I asked you if you got it and you said you got it. That could have been any baby. You could have Googled an image of a baby and sent it to me. No, Googled you- an image of a baby. Let's say this. <laughs> Would you be okay with someone taking away your baby? Marcos. No, and I'm not. <laughs> She's in a safer place. We can't have her out here. Why do you to... get to decide that? Because I carried her for nine months. I carried you for years. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, 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 Jerry. <laughs> um, let's get back to it. So they go to the Morlocks for help. Uh, Marcos almost gets that kiss with Glow, and then she says, no, I'm just kidding. He says no. <laughs> Yeah, that was very tense. Very. It was a very awkward situation, I feel like. <laughs> Glow, you know what I liked? Glow understood. Glow was, Glow brought up, it's your ex. And then Marcos even elaborated, which he didn't even need to. He was like, not only is it just the ex, but she kind of broke my heart. She destroyed, she shattered my my world. He could have so, like gone on and on. He's like, we have a baby together. I haven't seen that baby in years. And, and it's I, only I been alive for less than one. Marcus a lot of <laughs> a lot of credit, actually. I mean, it's true, though. She was pregnant when she left. <laughs> it's true. I mean, she uh, Lorna was saying, even since the previous episode, that they still love each other, and they're always going to love each other, and she was right. Sure, you can always have love, but just because someone... Love is not enough. Let's... No, I just I just love the scene where she she pulls his car... <laughs> so we're, be- we're on to Marcos and Lorna right yes. now, because... The whole Marcos drama is all contained. So she pulls his car by, like, pulling him into an alley. And then she just makes it stop and is like, we have to talk. And I love that Marcos just, like, puts his arm on the truck. He's like, the f*** do you want? Like, he's just like, I'm done. Like, he's... he's let me live. Like, let, get, let me go. Right? That's what he's really saying. And, I mean, of course, a part of him That's really loves saying. Lorna. It doesn't... Look... All of us have been in a situation where you have someone where you can't be with this person. Just because they're good doesn't mean they're good for you. And clearly, Lorna's no good for Marcos. She no, a- I don't think and she's no also- good for Marcos. The situation has made it that she's become extreme, but she herself she is not, not good for him. Baby, and Listen, we also have um, moments in our life where, where you give we away wreck- babies. Yes, <laughs> maybe not all of us. You it's know, we also all TV, and they can't have a baby every single episode. I understand where we're going. They can't have a baby every single episode. Sure, let's make it a production thing. But the storyline thing, within the storyline, is that is... uh, And remember, I was defending her ability and right to do so. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, just because you have the right to make an action doesn't mean there are no consequences to that action. The consequence is, you have now lost Marcos's trust. 
you've betrayed him. Even though, even when he went to her, it was the last resort. It, it, she's he, she's not the number one right now. Like he can never trust her the same. I just like that this is the exact same as last episode, except the shoes on the other foot. Exactly. And she's like, I don't want to talk about our relationship. I need to tell you about these three people who took down the Ignatius cruise ship and killed thousands of people. <laughs> thousands of people. Family and kids. Family and kids. I love this moment. <laughs> I don't care what moment. anyone says. I'm not making fun of it. It was I a good moment. Goes, Lorna, Marcos, Lorna. Did you see the Aurora lights? Uh. Yeah. So, this, I mean, that was definitely a scene for the girls. <laughs> Anyone who's in a situation where the, their lover, like, comes back, the roller coaster, I don't think Marcos is tall enough for this ride, especially at this time. There's so much going on, and Lorna keeps bringing it back and taking it away and bringing she it back and taking you, it away. Tehran. That's the thing. <laughs> no one's hurt me. That's the problem. Such a good question. Uh, but I love this scene. Even the whole part before it with Reva and Ryan. Is it me or did it just feel like this scene was the exact same as the one where they hooked up later in the episode though? Where she says that she's sorry, she apologizes and then later in the episode she apologizes again and he says, I've waited so long to hear you say that and I'm like... No, it was, I think it was a further opening. I mean, I've had... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a deeper... Her taking more responsibility because... Thank, we all ex- were like, thank God you finally apologized. But this the second one seemed like a really deep shame almost about her decision. Like she knows that she really screwed yeah, up. Yeah, I think we've all had moments with uh, significant people in our lives where like a, a seed of reconciliation happens. But then even more uh, emotional floodgates get open. Mm-hmm. And I think that was her uh, being way more genuine. Okay. So she wasn't at that. It wasn't a situation where she was ambushing him, had the control. It's like you want, sure, somebody can say they're sorry, but if they go into depth at how they hurt you, there's more acknowledgement yeah, totally. of the hurt that was created. Acknowledgement. That's that's a good podcast name. Acknowledgement of the hurt. That is a great one. Anyone? No, that should be our band name. Give me credit if you make that. Um, well, we don't have that podcast here on AfterBuzz, but I do want to let AfterBuzzers know our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve their television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they are optional. Now, hit that subscribe button, for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments below and we'll thank you on air for now. Thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yes. And if you follow Tehran to now, he will tonight he will uh, buy you a little Caesar's pizza. That is Ooh. a true that is actually it is a true. true thing. I will follow I'm him right now. I love it. Sucks for everyone who's already followed you. <laughs> Nobody. Um, so, <laughs> so let's. Uh, are we good with Marcos and Lorna? It's like we yeah, already I'm kind so of. Good with oh Marcos yeah, and Lorna. I'm I am settled. As good the, as I can the be. The Aurora Borealis that came was cool. I'm glad they're like back together. I'm glad that she are they back together. I think they are, honestly. Oh, yeah. Really? I think that's interesting that we think that they're back together because <laughs> this is just another waiting for Lorna to mess up trip. Animals Let's are go. Animals. <laughs> no, now that they're back together, we got to bring back Carmen from the freaking oh, no, 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 cartel no, no, no. Oh, and yeah. screw it up again. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I think they're back together at least to this point. 
and there's only a few things that could like alter it in terms of where their like-mindedness is in the relationship, not in like the real world, the war versus mutant and human, but in their relationship. One of them can be Carmen coming back in the picture. One of them can be Glow doing something to Lorna to make her doubt him. And another one could be Magneto coming into the picture. And Lorna's relationship with Marco suffers from Magneto's uh, basically entering the picture, being the father figure that she never had and trying to sway her one way or another. Um, which I don't think we'll see Magneto anytime soon, so right. that's probably not going to happen. So maybe they'll just get to be together and be in game for a while. Or maybe Lorna's just going to dump him again the way she has several times, like choose her cause and her You know, path they have hotlines for her broken priorities. hearts, hey, Ron, that you can call. <laughs> I mean, if that does happen, he's going straight to glow. Wow! If 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 she hurts and him again, you're going gonna... into the male side. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, you know what? If it was me, I already, I would have already hit. Like oh you guys my are like, God, you no. guys are giving Marcos gets so much credit. Like Marcos, kudos to you. Like he didn't even kiss her and then stop it. He like stopped it before the kiss. He stopped it. Um, Jasper mentioned, wait, are you guys not going to talk about Jason Paula? And I was going to say, oh, we're this talking whole, about it. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're in, talking about it all. This now. entire episode has been just so great for all the reconciliation. True. I mean, this was well, like the episode of forgiveness. Was it? I mean, I thought it was the episode of shooting a homeless kid and like That's the subtitle. A, a messed up relationship, you know, coming back together. I mean, the relationship's Paula not as bad as a Star Wars Born's relationship, but what'd you say, Paula? Watching the Ryan Hour, which Interesting. is... It's not that interesting. You see, Apollo, her husband's a cop. Like it's not just that. It's just also it shows the power and inevitability of the Ryan Hour. Let's not forget that when we watch these uh, uh, these fiery news. Channels. No, I'm not saying they that. Have I'm such saying high the... ratings because people slowly start gravitate towards them, and then they start kind of making sense. And Paula's also just a person, a woman who has been so distressed and haunted by mutants and everything surrounding it. I do not see taking her newly divorced to the in watching the news. I see her meditating and having an eat. Pray, this love isn't moment. a newly divorced. You get separated and then divorced, and this has been <laughs> a process. I'm glad a character we've seen maybe seven scenes in stuff has such a great understanding of. <laughs> so let's move on to Jace and Paula. Uh, uh, we get the we get the scene of him texting and then deleting the message of like love you still pee or whatever. Um, so does R. Kelly. Sorry, that was <laughs> wow. Under my breath, too, too soon. soon, Stephen. Yeah, um, too soon. But it's interesting. It's like every time I think Jace is unredeemable, he keeps having these moments that's trying to push him back to the side of like being redeemable. He's still made decisions that aren't, but in his mind and his morality. It's interesting that they aren't just letting this character fall to one side. They're they keeping can't. they're keeping him on the knife edge of like which way do I go and is what I'm doing really correct? Which is rare for a villain because usually villains are so confident in He's their not a villain. He's an anti-hero. Jace is the redeeming factor of not just himself but all humanity. If Jace falls, everyone falls. And that's when the the split becomes unreconcilable. So they have to allow Jace to be a redeemable character. Yeah. I th- I think it'll be really interesting to know what happens when he starts investigating the inner circle and if Ryan's name comes up throughout all of that. Because right now his direct officer is Ryan or direct superior is Ryan. And now from the end, we know that Reva is working 
with Ryan. It seemed like in more some of a way. blackmail situation where they were passing off information. I don't think so. I think there's a partnership, and there always seems to be a partnership between hate groups. I use this example when it comes to the economics. People hate each other, but the world leaders rarely do. And they'll work together, and you'll find out that the same people that we call enemies are the ones we're selling armaments oh, to. Yeah. So it's a very similar situation. I don't think that they got along. It didn't seem like they were buddy-buddy, but they did have mutual interests. Because as long as one exists, it fuels the other, and it goes in that circle where they're fueling each other. That's so, how you create that split. So I wouldn't use the word anti-hero, but just somebody who can be a linchpin for either side sure. later on. Um, but let's also not forget to talk about the fact that Ted, right, Ted's the dude, mm-hmm. goes with them on a, on a hunt where they go to the, the orphanage, and we find out that Ted un unharassed uh, or unjustifiably shoots a boy. What? Meanwhile... Uh, Jace is having the great conversation, which I'm glad we finally got in the show, where it's like, why'd you run if you have nothing to run from? It's like, dude, like my dad didn't have uh, a, didn't to run from a the clan. And that was such a powerful line, especially said, and neither did yours. And that was so powerful because it was one of those times where that arc leads right back to what the purifiers are actually kind of a, 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 a an analogy for, first yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, what the concepts of things like what we take for granted, like running. If you're innocent, why'd you run? Because it is my right. There is nothing unconstitutional about running. In fact, it's actually uh, unjustifiable to say someone ran and so they're guilty. That's not how this country works. And we have to remember those principles, especially at the time, uh, uh, the darkest times, because that's when they're the most important. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy to be a principled person when everything is good and easy. It's the most difficult when it actually means something or you're giving up something, and that's what a principle is. I mean, it's the same, like, guilty of being a mutant and guilty of being black kind of thing. It's the same concept they're playing with in the show where it's like, there's nothing to be guilty of, but when a bunch of people walk through the doors with guns looking for people to create a a criminal out of, it's like... What, you just sit there and let them do that to you? So it, it's it's definitely dealing with real-world stuff through the show, which they've been really pointing about on this yeah, season. Yeah, it's an energy and a vibe that people can feel yeah. and they'll respond to. So I really hope we get more of that kid. I didn't. We didn't see his powers. We saw the other kid's powers with the smoke, so we don't know what that kid can do, but maybe he'll be involved. Yeah, smoke on. screen was really cool. Hot box, what we call it. I call them hot box, box yeah. <laughs> but let's also remember that minorities and uh, whoever we're talking about don't, create bombs out of their eyes like it's a it's a different level there is some justification to being afraid of a mutant someone who can clap and destroy a chair uh, i mean it took three mutants to destroy that chair <laughs> let's talk about it um yeah we're introduced to the um why did i just completely forget the cruise ship Igni- Igni- ignatius. ignatius ignatius we're introduced to ignatius and by the way why is 715 such a huge thing, but we've never heard about this cruise ship where mutants killed thousands of people? Thousands of people, right? including families and children. Right? I'm like, wait, 715 killed like maybe 50 people, right? Or like 150 or something? This is a cruise ship that got... Put that aside. Like, 715's like kind of like not as big in my mind anymore because that cruise ship, yeah, I'm like, damn. If you killed thousands of people that hijacking, I guess it would be kind of like, you know, Flight 86 or something like that. But no, this is thousands of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people to die. So Reva brings them on board because obviously she was so upset by the fact that Rebecca would kill 34 innocent people that the next best <laughs> thing is to get three mass murderers on board on our team. And these guys but are weird. they're more like guns for hire. They have, I think they have less of they're mercenaries, yeah. than Rebecca did. So we don't really know what their powers are so much. One of them seems the power of heating things through uh, 
convection heating, it seemed. Uh, another one seemed to have the power of teleporting things. And then the other kind one... Kind of like blink almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like matter instead of opening up portals. Yeah. Like teleporting matter. And then the other one had the power of basically making stuff blow up, which probably needs to be a certain well, temperature actually, or something. Actually, that's war. If you remember war... One of the horsemen, he had that power where he would clap and it would... Oh, really? Okay. So is it sound waves or what is it? I'd have to look more. So that could be the thing. Lorna tries to get close to him and figure out the plan is. Yeah, it seemed fiery. But the chair was very hot, so you don't know if it was that. Uh, It might be just disrupting the chemical makeup and causing a chain reaction like that. Um, They won't tell Lorna anything, though. They won't tell her. And it's interesting because I think we need to trust Reva a little more. Reva has had... A huge, uh, has had a huge, huge stance against killing unless it's absolutely necessary. And for her to hire three murderers instead of us understanding what their powers are and how they could be used for something, that's something we need to look more into. I think that's completely the next step of what Andy was foreshadowing. Not like he was literally saying to his parents that. All humans, like, they need to stop having babies. Basically, she wants to eradicate. It seems like she's on the point where she's going to eradicate, wants to eradicate humans. She seems on genocide pathways. Yeah. Um, So let's start wrapping it up. Is there anything else that we want to touch on before we head out? Because we do are out of time. Can we talk about this Andy stick a little more? Oh, my God. And we'll wrap it up on Tehran wanting to talk about Andy's stick. So, where can we find you guys on Twitter? Guys, on Twitter, you can find me at Heather underscore Wake. On Instagram, you can find me at Heather.Wake. Sounds confusing to me, but mine's not. (laughs) I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at StephSabra. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. Also, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash afterbuzz and hit a follow there because we'll be doing a lot of cool content over there as well. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back <laughs> next week. Um, we don't know what the time change was. They said something about a new time, so we'll have to figure that out. But if all goes well, it should still be Tuesdays at 7 p.m. until the end of the season. So thank you so much for tuning in. And this has been the Stephen Hour. <laughs> Stephen Hour. Thanks for having us. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>